What's up, Bandive crew? James here. And before we jump into this episode, I wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever wished there was a way to connect with me as well as other listeners in real time? I have the solution. I finally got around to making a Bandive Discord server, which is people have been asking me for years and I just wasn't listening. I wish I had done this sooner because I couldn't be happier with the results. It's been fantastic. And we would love to see you join us. We have discussions about the music business, gear, the podcast, and a general channel as well. You can join the discussion now by visiting bandhive.rocks slash discord. Again, that is bandhive.rocks slash discord. Welcome to episode 196 of the Bandhive Podcast. You're listening to the Bandhive Podcast, the number one online resource for DIY bands to learn about the music business and touring. If you want to turn your band into a lean, mean touring machine, you're in the right place. Now, let's get this show on the road. It is time for another episode of the Bandhive Podcast. My name is James Cross, and I help independent artists tour smart. This week on the show, we're not talking about touring. We are talking about social media for bands. And before you roll your eyes and groan, hear me out. If you want to hit the road, promoters are going to be checking out your social media numbers because they're not going to book a band that has 10 Facebook followers, five Instagram followers, and no TikTok presence whatsoever. They are going to look for artists who have at least decent engagement on the major social platforms. Now, you know, Facebook, it's going the way of the dead. But Instagram, TikTok, you got to be careful and make sure you have good engagement from real followers on those platforms because promoters do look into this. So if you want to hit the road, this is a prerequisite. Be sure that you don't skip this episode. It is so incredibly important for your band. So the first thing we're going to talk about is understanding the social media landscape because each platform has a different purpose, a different demographic, and different capabilities that you can use to your band's advantage. Personally, I'm a big fan of picking one primary social media platform, one secondary platform, and then everything else is just kind of in maintenance mode, directing people to your main platforms. Typically, I would recommend that Instagram and TikTok be your primary and secondary, which is which doesn't really matter. Wherever you find more success, whichever one draws you in more is the one that I would go with. But here's the thing. On Instagram, you have an older demographic as a whole. That's not to say that younger people aren't on there, but the app is more mature. It's been around for, at this point, at least a decade. I think it launched in 2012 or maybe even 2010. So it's been around for quite some time. A lot of people do share photos there. You can do carousel posts, which is really nice. You also have Reels, their TikTok competitor, as well as Stories, the Snapchat killer. It's really a versatile platform, and you can connect with people really easily there because the DM features are great, and commenting is really useful and all that stuff. Whereas on TikTok, it is somewhat of a younger audience, though older generations are picking up on it. I mean, I'm a millennial myself. I'm all over TikTok. It is a newer platform, which means it has relatively a younger audience. That's almost always the case with social media platforms. Not always. There are some other new upstarts that have older demographics, but TikTok definitely skews young. The main purpose of TikTok is video content, and you're going to have to create good video content for TikTok. It has to be appealing. It has to catch attention instantly. The moment that video starts, it has to hook people. It has to just pull them in. And if you can't do that, you're not going to succeed on TikTok. Now, TikTok does allow photos and like little slideshows as well as stories, but it doesn't have nearly the same reach as photos and stories on Instagram. TikTok is primarily about videos. Facebook 
like I said earlier, it's kind of on the way out. A lot of people do still use it, but for brand pages, it's incredibly difficult. The main use for me personally on Facebook is groups. I love Facebook groups, which by the way, if you're not in it yet, we do have a Bandhive community for our listeners. You can go to bandhive.rocks slash group, and that will take you over to our Facebook group, or you can search Bandhive, that's B-A-N-D-H-I-V-E on Facebook, and join our group via that search. Aside from groups, Facebook is just a pit, like in Parks and Rec. They are trying their best to build a nice park in that pit, but so far it hasn't happened. And personally, I don't think it will, especially now that Instagram and TikTok are duking it out over video content. Yeah, Facebook has reels now, but it's not the same. It's just not a good experience compared to reels on Instagram or videos on TikTok. That probably has the oldest demographic, by the way, of any of the platforms. Facebook just skews old. Everyone's grandparents are on it now. Twitter, we'll see where this one goes. Elon may or may not drive it into the ground. So far, he's doing a pretty good job of not doing a good job. So keep an eye out for that. But it is good for updates and talking to people in short messages. And this is something else about TikTok. They have a good comment system, but it limits your comments to very, very short character counts. Whereas Instagram limits you to, I think, about a thousand characters. So Instagram is a lot better for discussion, as well as the fact that TikTok DMs don't allow links, which is really annoying. Neither platform allows links in their content on the app, but at least Instagram allows links within DMs and TikTok does not. Next up is YouTube. This is incredibly important. It is a social media, though I don't really consider it one. For the actual definition of social media, it absolutely is. And every band needs to be on YouTube because you need to put your music on there. You need to make sure that your music videos are on there. If you can do shorts, that is fantastic as well. Use YouTube to its full advantage. That said, each of these platforms, you're going to have to pick your main ones to focus on and other ones that you're just going to kind of put on maintenance mode. I would automatically off the bat say Facebook and Twitter go to maintenance mode. Instagram, TikTok become your primary and secondary. And then YouTube is just there because it's very different from the other social medias and you have to use YouTube to its full advantage. But that doesn't necessarily mean posting all the time. That just means having your content, your music, your videos available. It's so important for a band to have a digital presence these days because if you don't, people don't know you exist. It's really the kind of thing where if you want to get coverage in a blog or on a playlist, they're going to want to see your numbers. They're going to say, hey, what's your social media doing? It's that important. You are not going to get anywhere if you don't put in the effort on your social media. And I know this is painful for a lot of artists. Personally, I hate posting to social media too. I do it all the time just because I've trained myself. I've gotten into the habit of creating that content. Here's the thing. In the music industry, a lot of artists expect that 90% of what they do is going to be music and business and what comes with it is going to be 10%. But it's the opposite. You're going to do 10% music and 90% business and everything that goes with it. And if you're not ready for that, you're not ready to be in a band, at least not a serious band. You have to be able to go out there and say, hey, for every one hour that I focus on music, I'm going to spend nine hours on the business side of things. And if you aren't prepared for that, I hate to say it, but the music business is not for you because no one's going to do that for you. As you get bigger, they will, but you're going to have to pay them. And if you're not making enough money to get paid, then no one's going to want to work for you because it's so much work. It's going to be 90% of what you do for your career will be business. And social media absolutely falls under that umbrella. You just have to do it. And if you don't, like I've been saying, you're not going to go anywhere. 
And I know that's difficult to hear, but that's just how it is. So let's dive in to Instagram. When you set up your Instagram page, whether you have it already created or not, be sure that you find a good username and check it on the other platforms you plan to use to make sure you can have that same username on every single platform. Because if you can't, you need to find a different username. Now, ideally that username is just the band name, but with things being taken so often, you probably will have to do something like your band's name underscore band or something something dot official or whatever it is. Make sure that that same handle is available on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as YouTube, before you commit to anything. When you're setting up your Instagram account, obviously you need a profile picture. I recommend doing either your logo or if you're a solo act, a photo. But if you're a band, it is really difficult to fit that whole band into a little circle that goes on your Instagram bio. So if you are a full band, make sure you have a logo that fits and use that. You also need a good bio. So let me pull up the bio for my own band, Nerves, because our guitarist Joe runs this and I cracked up the first time I read it. And it changed again. (laughs) He changes it once in a while. But it says, your friendly neighborhood emo band, one quarter New Yorker, three quarter Vermonsters. Listen here, buckaroo. He was just in Texas for like two weeks. And then there's a link to our link tree, which has links to our website, our merch store, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, TikTok, and contact which it just goes to our email. Personally, not the best bio. Sorry, Joe. But it's good enough. It's way better than what I see a lot of bands have, which is either nothing or they just say, listen here and don't describe anything about who they are or what their music is. But you have the bio, you have the link in there, which is really important. Don't ever, ever just link to Spotify because there are people who do not use Spotify, whether they're on Apple Music or some other platform or they just don't stream music. If you are linking directly to Spotify, you are shooting yourself in the foot. Do not ever do that. That is like the worst mistake that I see a lot of bands do. Personally, I love using Publer, P-U-B-L-E-R, to schedule all my posts. And they have a link in bio feature that creates basically a duplicate of your Instagram feed. And any post with a link can be shown there. So you just look for the post that you just were on go to the link in bio and then tap that same image or video or whatever it is and it'll take you to the link for that post. So useful. I love that feature. It makes it a lot easier to link to anything when you post. It still has the Instagram workaround of saying go to link in bio, blah, blah, blah. But it isn't this thing of, okay, here's a list of a billion links, find the right one. It's just like, oh, this is the post I was just watching or the post I just commented on or whatever. This is the one I tap and you get the link for that post. Now, Instagram is a fairly polished platform. You don't want to post anything that looks messy. So when you're doing photos or reels, make sure that the content is high quality. It's appealing. People will watch it because the various algorithms that Instagram has will prioritize content that people are engaging with because ultimately that's what it's designed to do is drive engagement. And if your content isn't engaging people, then Instagram's not going to prioritize it. You also want to have a consistent brand, and this goes for any of the social media platforms we're going to talk about. Your band's brand needs to be all over these pages, and every single post needs to fit into that brand. So for example, I love what Paris did, P-V-R-I-S, back in the day, and maybe still now. When White Noise came out in around 2014, 2015, every single thing they posted was black and white, and that fit their aesthetic, their brand, 
perfectly because that was their brand. That was a conscious decision. So it has to be the same exact thing for your band. Whatever your brand is, that's what you post on social media. So some content ideas for Instagram. You could do behind the scenes photos. You could do clips of shows you've been to. You can tease new releases. You can put up individual profiles for each of your members. I think this is a great content idea, just a little background about each member. And then of course you can have user-generated content. Anytime somebody tags your band in a story or a reel or a post or whatever it is, you can reshare that to your story and tag that person. Because one, that gives them acknowledgement. They know you saw that and you appreciate it. And two, that shows other people that there are folks taking an interest in you. So it's a win-win-win because you get free content, your fan feels good, and other people see that you have true fans. So anytime people tag you, be sure to reshare it, unless it's like a spam thing or something. But if it's actually about your band, your music, reshare that. It's the easiest thing to do. And bands are always complaining about not having content. Well, here's free content. Why aren't you sharing it? And even big bands do this. The other day, Violent Soho reposted their cover of Silver Sun Pickup's Lazy Eye. And it was just a live cover at a radio station called Triple J down in Australia. And I shared it on my story and said, hey, it's an old video, but I love it when one of my favorite bands covers one of my other favorite bands. This is so cool. Or something along those lines. Guess what? Silver Sun Pickup's reposted that to their story. And I did not expect that at all because Silverstone Pickups, they're big. That made my day. I was like, hey, one of my favorite bands just reposted my story, which was literally just a repost of another band posting a video covering a band. That's all it was. It wasn't any original content that I created. It was just me adding my thoughts saying, hey, this is so cool. I love this cover. And the original artist reposted that on their story. That's so cool. And this is exactly why you need to do this for your band as well. You can also get incredible engagement on Instagram stories because they have polls, they have stickers, they have response thingies. All that stuff creates extra engagement if you do them well and you ask the right questions. So by all means, use those features to their full potential. Same thing goes for Instagram Live. If you have something cool you're doing or you just want to chat with your fans, put on Instagram Live. You can do it while you're changing the strings on your guitar or bass or whatever it is you're doing. As long as it's something where you can chat with people and interact. Maybe you want to do a full band interview, a QA, and a something like that. You can do that on Instagram Live. All of these things are great options that you need to know how to use and have a properly set up profile with a good photo, a good bio, and a good link in that bio. Next up is TikTok. We're going to talk about this one and hopefully it doesn't get banned because honestly, it is a really good app and... It's the 21st century. Privacy is a joke anyway. All our information is out there. So I'm really not concerned. Some people might be. And if you don't want to use it, that's fine. Don't expect to go very far in the music business because the music business loves TikTok. When you first set up your TikTok, same thing as I mentioned for Instagram, make sure you have the same username, the same handle as on every other platform. If you don't, you messed up, go back and start over with a different handle to make sure it's consistent across all your platforms. When you set up your profile, TikTok is going to be a little more limited. When you first start out, you cannot add a link in your bio until you have a thousand followers. That may take some time, but you know what? It's worth it. You will build up to that quite quickly if you have a good content strategy. 
So set that up, put in a bio, put in the same photo you have on Instagram, whether it's your logo or a photo of just you. No matter what, make sure it's consistent. It comes back to branding. Have that consistent brand across all the platforms that you are on. TikTok is a trendsetter. A lot of people in the music industry watch TikTok to see what the next big thing is going to be, whether it's a viral music trend or some kind of dance or some kind of challenge. Now, you don't have to do every single thing that goes viral. A lot of them, honestly, are really stupid. Tide Pods? Jeez, no, don't do that. That's uh, so, so bad. But if there's something that fits your brand, by all means do it because people love the trends on TikTok. They love it. That is just how TikTok works. That is what it's centered around. It's mainly a video platform, like I said earlier, but you can also post stories and single slideshow swipey things. I don't know what they're called. I'm a millennial. I shouldn't be on TikTok, yet I am. When it comes down to content ideas, funny moments within the band, anything that's short and can be conveyed in just a few seconds, that's fantastic. You could post snippets of one of your rehearsals. You can post making of videos. You could do little interviews, features with each of the band members. Or what I love most is story times. And one of the things that really gets me on TikTok is how easy it is to connect with people. There are multiple people who have been on this podcast because we connected on TikTok. There are multiple people I have met up with in real life because we met on TikTok. I mean, hell, I'm friends with Matt Bacon because I saw his TikToks years ago. Then he came on the podcast. A few months ago, I crashed at his apartment down in Brooklyn because I was going to New York for a show. And I said, hey, Matt, can I crash at your place? He's like, yeah, of course. This is just how it works. It is an amazing app to connect people who have similar interests. The algorithm, the targeting is absolutely fantastic. And yeah, you know what? The app knows everything about what we like. I would much rather see content relating to what I like than content about flipping burgers on a grill and how to barbecue. That's not my jam. I don't need to see that. That's what Instagram shows me half the time. TikTok knows what I like. Instagram, not so much. I have a friend who I made via TikTok because he was talking about when he worked for a major act as a guitar tech, or I believe in this case it was bass, but he had a problem. And he was telling this story. And from the very beginning, I knew exactly what the problem was. And he got to the end after he had tried everything. And it turned out to be exactly that. So I made a stitch with that and told my story and basically said, yeah, I knew this from the very start because this has also happened to me with a guitarist that I was guitar teching for. And he followed me and I followed him back. And then we met up a couple weeks ago or a couple weeks ago at the time of recording. This comes out like a month and a half after I recorded it. But his band played higher ground in Burlington. So we met up and it was great. We would not have known each other if it weren't for TikTok. I would have been at that show anyway because my friends were the locals on the show. But the touring band, I wouldn't have had any idea who they are. Well, guess what? Now I'm friends with the guitarist of the touring band because TikTok. That's pretty cool. So if you can do that and build an audience and get fans from TikTok, which I know you can if your music and your content are good, that is how you're going to extend your reach. That is how you can harness the power of TikTok to promote your music and build your brand. It is absolutely something you do not want to skip because if you do, you are going to be missing out on an ideal audience for your band. Next up is Facebook. <sighs> Facebook pages are bloated. They have a lot behind them. If you have a good banner, a good profile photo, which should be the same as on your other platforms, everything should be on brand and a good bio, 
Make sure you put in your link tree or whatever link it is you use. Personally, I like Sleek Bio. If you're not using the Publer link in bio thing from Instagram, which you shouldn't on other platforms anyway, Sleek Bio is a great tool and it's much cheaper than Linktree. So that'll be linked in the show notes, by the way, at bandhive.rocks slash 196. That's the number 196. Highly recommend Sleek Bio. When I got it, I think it was $19 for life. I don't know the current pricing, but it'll be linked as well as all the other tools and apps that we mention. But again, Sleek Bio is my favorite for this specific purpose. So that's where you get started. You have the banner, the profile photo, the bio, and a link to whatever platform, whether it's Sleek Bio or Linktree or something else that you're going to use for Facebook. But again, do not just link to Spotify. That's not how you want to do it. When you're creating posts on Facebook, you could just do what I do for Bandhive and keep it in maintenance mode. I post once a week and it's just the podcast art. Just to let people know that we still exist, we're still alive. Now, maybe I should promote my other platforms more, especially Instagram, because Facebook and Instagram are both under meta, so it probably wouldn't get throttled as badly. But my audience isn't necessarily on Facebook unless they're in the Facebook group. So I just push anyone to Facebook right to the Facebook group. I don't say go like our page. I say check out the group, which again, you can find at bandhive.rocks slash group or search for Bandhive on Facebook and join the group. That said, Facebook does have an important place, especially if you're using those groups. I see a lot of bands use Facebook groups for their communities, and it's really effective. I also see a lot of artists using Discord for communities now. Personally, I know very little about Discord. I don't like it just because of how it's set up. It's just a cheap Slack ripoff. I find Slack a lot nicer than Discord. But that all aside, if you're going to use Facebook, be sure to put a community there as well, because that is one of the best ways to interact with your fans. And I'll leave it at that for Facebook. Just use the groups, use the community feature, because that's where it's going to be on Facebook for you. As we start to wrap this up, let's talk about a couple more. First of all, Twitter. It's really good for real-time updates, quick things like saying, hey, we're going to be late to this show, or hey, we're adding a show, something like that. Before you have the graphics made, before you can post on other platforms, if you have something that needs to go out immediately, you can put it on Twitter. You're probably not going to have a large following or even the same following on Twitter, but at least you're going to have something that you can put out there. And you can even screenshot a tweet and then repost it on Instagram or Facebook. I would recommend doing that on stories, not as an actual feed post, but that is something that you can do if you need to. You can also engage with fans as well as other bands on Twitter really easily. It's great for that. And sometimes there are hashtags that are trending, which you can use. A lot of times they're not going to relate to your band or your music, though. So it might be tough to find something that you can use as your angle to get in on that trend. When it comes to YouTube, your music videos, like I said, if you have live performance videos, put them there. Tour vlogs, that's a really great thing you can put there. You can also put them on TikTok because a lot of people love little day in the life things on TikTok, which by the way, you can use the clips for that. It's a free app that comes with iOS. Sometimes it's not downloaded and you just have to re-download it, but it is free in the Apple App Store. It's called Clips. One other thing to mention with YouTube is SEO is incredibly important. SEO has a massive factor on YouTube because people go to YouTube and they search something. They're not necessarily following you. They are searching for something, whether that's you or whether that's something else. If you can come up in their search results and be a good quality result that they will stick around and watch, that's fantastic. When it comes to Spotify, you do need to use Spotify for artists to set up your artist profile properly. Have the same photo or logo you have everywhere else, have a good bio, and then have a banner photo because Spotify also does allow a banner. 
while you're at it, when you're on Spotify, make sure you have some playlists that have your music in them. You can use those to promote your band as well as other artists in a similar vein and kind of give everybody a win-win. Explore Spotify for artists and see where you can step it up and make the best Spotify presence you can make. LinkedIn, personally, I haven't used this in years. I used to all the time, but now my LinkedIn is basically dead. If you want to, you can have a professional presence there. You can talk with other people in your industry and you can talk about the achievements your band has had, but I don't have time for that. If you do, great, by all means. If you're a LinkedIn expert, you can use that for your band, but it's not one of the top five social media platforms that I would choose for a band. And that would be really your personal profile as a professional in the music industry where you can talk about what you've done for your band and maybe get some work out of it. But it's not going to be a place you go to make a band page. Now, when it comes to all social media, consistency is going to be the key to your success. Consistency will bring you more engagement. And when you get that engagement or when you don't, you have analytics to see what went right or what went wrong. It's so important, like I've hammered home multiple times, have the same branding across every single platform. Because if you don't, it's going to be difficult to get people hooked. They might even wonder, is this the same band that I follow on TikTok? I don't know, because it looks incredibly different. So have that consistent branding across all your platforms. The next thing is be consistent with your posting schedule. So like I said, I only post on Facebook once a week. But you know what? I post on Facebook once a week. I do post in the group more sometimes, to be fair. But Instagram and TikTok, I have daily videos, sometimes two a day. And people know that they're going to get one of those videos every day if they're browsing the platform. This also helps create consistent engagement because you have people who are going to be expecting that. And when they see something they like, they're going to comment. And that brings them back because the algorithm says, hey, they liked something from this creator or they commented on something from this creator. So we're going to show them that creator again. And the more engagement you get, the more your snowball will build. It is incredibly important to use consistent posting to generate a following on any of these platforms. You also need to be able to understand the analytics for each one of these platforms. TikTok has good analytics in the app, but if you go online, they are far more detailed. Instagram, same kind of deal. There's good analytics in the app. You can go online for more detail. Facebook, whoo, that's a lot of analytics if you're on the desktop version. So any of these apps, go to the desktop version to get the full analytics and see the big picture about your account, your posts, everything you do. Because understanding these analytics is so important. You can't just look at like counts or things like that. You want to know about the duration that the average person watches. You want to know about the sources they came from, which feed it came from. All this kind of stuff is so incredibly important. You cannot skip that. So understand those analytics. Dig deep into them. Learn about them. Because this is one of the biggest ways you will improve your social media content by understanding what's working and what isn't. Of course, you might be wondering how I post on social media every single day. And it's quite simple. I use Publer, P-U-B-L-E-R dot I-O. There'll be a link in the show notes for that as well at bandhive.rocks slash 196. That's 196. This is the app that all my social media runs through. It posts my TikToks, my Facebooks, and my Instagrams automatically. It even does Twitter if you pay a little extra because of Elon being Elon. Ugh. But here's the thing. Everything that I post is scheduled through Publer and it makes my life so easy. I schedule everything for the week and it takes me like an hour and then it's just on autopilot from there. I check comments, I check messages, but aside from that, 
everything is automatic and it is beautiful. You can also use sites like Buffer or Hootsuite for this. Personally, I use Buffer. I find it okay. And Hootsuite used to be really good. Now it's kind of terrible and ridiculously overpriced. So among those three, Publer is my favorite, but you can use whichever one you prefer. So to wrap this all up, you have to be present on the key social media sites. Instagram and TikTok are the big ones in my opinion. And then you have Facebook and Twitter as well, as well as any other tertiary platforms that you could be on. You also don't want to ignore YouTube because that's where a lot of people listen to music. They look for music videos, all that kind of stuff. But you need to be on each of these platforms with a consistent brand and a properly set up bio, as well as photos and a link in that bio. If you don't have that, that's just like the bare minimum, you're not going to be doing well because you're not using these platforms to their full advantage for your band. You have to post consistently on your main platforms and you have to post good content that is a fit for that platform because what's good content on one platform might be terrible content on another. So you need to make sure you're tailoring your posts to each of these platforms in an appropriate manner and then test, test, test. Use the analytics to your advantage. See what works on different platforms and if you find something that works, keep doing that on that platform. That's not to say stop testing. You still want to be testing new things as well because maybe that thing that you're doing will stop working at some point. Keep testing. Find the things that work. Add them to your list to keep doing while you're always testing new things. It's so important to keep this going. Now, one other thing before we go. If you've tried and made a few posts on some kind of social media platform and it's not gone anywhere, don't give up. It took me about six months on TikTok before I had a video that blew up. Now I've had several. I have one video over 600,000. It's my co-host, Matt, talking about hall fees, merch cuts. And then I have several more that are over 100,000. If you want success on social media, be sure that you go out there and just keep trying, keep testing new things. If you're doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working, it's not gonna work. If you give up after a few posts and say, oh, it wasn't for me, it didn't catch on, of course, because you didn't try. If you want to actually do this, you have to put both feet in and go. You have to run with it. You can't just give up after a few days or a few posts. You have to try it for at least three months, preferably six months. Like I said, it took me over six months to get my first hit on TikTok. And now I have multiple viral videos. So please just jump into the deep end and swim. That does it for this episode of the Bandhive Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning and listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that this episode has given you some inspiration, a spark into setting up your social media accounts properly and using them to their full advantage so you can book more shows, grow your fan base, and of course, get the press that you deserve. Before I go, just wanted to remind you, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app. It means so much to us. And that way you will never miss a new episode because we do drop a new episode every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern time. And it's all about the business of running your band so you can have a successful career as an independent artist. Which on that note, if you know other independent artists who are ready to take their career seriously, please share the podcast with them. I'm sure they will be so thankful that you are thinking about their success. They will say, hey, we'll buy you a drink next time we play a show together. So please share this episode or any episode that struck a chord with you and gave you some advice that you enjoyed. Find somebody that you want to succeed and share that episode with them. Anyway, 
Like I said, we'll be back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. with another brand new episode of the Bandhive podcast right here in your favorite podcast app. Until then, I hope you have a great week. Stay safe. And of course, as always, keep rocking. Hey, you. Yeah, you with the headphones or the speakers. You've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. While I still have you here, if you're not already in the Bandhive Facebook community, it would be great to see you there. We have over 600 like-minded musicians who are asking questions, sharing their experiences and advice, and much more. So if you want to improve your band's business, look no further than the Bandhive Facebook community. You can find it by searching for Bandhive on Facebook, that's B-A-N-D-H-I-V-E, or going to bandhive.rocks slash group. Again, that's bandhive.rocks slash group, and that will automatically redirect you to our Facebook community. I look forward to seeing you there soon.